Hello and welcome to Sonographers Spill the Tea, where we're here to discuss all things ultrasound, particularly safety in sonography and cap the caseload. Hello, sonographers, and welcome back. And welcome to everybody, everybody who's joining us today. We're so happy that you're listening to things that are all about ultrasound. This is our second episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea, and we're so happy that you've decided to spend another 20 minutes with us. If you're in your car, if you are taking your lunch break, if you're hiding from your children, we're going to do our best to make sure that these 20 minutes are the highlight of your day, maybe even get a laugh or two out of you while we deliver what we think is going to be some really great content for you. We are going to discuss permanent jobs versus temporary jobs in ultrasound. What is it like to be a staff employee versus a contractor? What are the pros? What are the cons? So we're going to spill that tea right now. So the first thing I'm going to do is preface this discussion to let you guys know I have never been a staff sonographer. I have stayed inside of my tax home area and I have worked in one regional area for an extended period of time, which is what you have to be able to do to qualify for tax-free stipends as a traveler. But as far as being a permanent staff um, where I had all the bennies and the 401ks, nah, I never done that. I knew from the very beginning when I started my career that I never wanted to ever get to a place where I felt like I was going to be complacent in my work. And just for me personally, showing up to the same place every day, day in and day out, my personal personality does not adjust to that well. I know that it would make me tired. And I I don't want to ever lose my love for sonography or for the job. So just for my personality, I knew that it was not something I wanted to do. I wanted to scan as many different demographics as I could. I wanted to serve as many different people as I could. And I wanted to do it in as many different places as I could. So that's what I did. And thus far, it's been an amazing career. There's been some amazing highlights and some unique experience that I have under my belt. But it's also left me exposed in some other areas where permanent placement is such a wonderful thing. It's such a such a pro. It offers stability as far as workers' comp and claims when it comes to getting injured. You're able to point to one facility and say, hey, this is where I got hurt. So that when you're needing to go forward to reestablish your health and the wellness of your body from performing diagnostic medical ultrasound, you know exactly where your injury occurred and you know who you should be looking for to take responsibility or shared responsibility in that injury. But as a, as a traveler, as somebody who's nomadic in the field, that does not exist. So there's a lot of pros and cons to both. And we're going to discuss some of those. So you heard me mention tax home. This is a huge thing when it comes to traveling because what it does is it establishes that you have duplicated expenses. You are paying for expenses in one place where you live, which is your tax home, which is not a physical property. It is a regional area versus another place that you're going to be traveling outside of your regional area to 
to provide services. And so when you have that tax home, an established tax home, um, you are qualified to receive tax-free stipends for duplicating expenses, for having to maintain a residence in one area, your tax home, and you have to maintain an, a residence in another area for whatever facility you're serving at, whether it's an acute care, a laboratory, um, it, it just doesn't matter. It, it's outside of your tax home. And so when we think about all of the money that is out there to be made for travelers, because that's a, a selling point for some people, that is a pro, there's money to be made, right? And again, it, it's pros versus cons. It's weighing out what works best for you. So when people choose to travel and their motivation is the financial gain that you can receive from traveling, there really is a lot to consider in that decision because it's not the sonographer or any traveler is going to show up, make this shit ton of money and just pocket it all. That money is being distributed to two different residences. There's no paid time off for a traveler. If they're not working, they are simply just not making money. So you'll find a lot of travelers will plan for in-between time, in-between assignments, because there's no guarantee that when one assignment ends, another one will be there to replace it. There's no guarantee that there there is another assignment to replace it, that it's anywhere nearby. It could very well be on the other side of the country. When I was in between assignments, I went from North Carolina all the way to Oregon. And the way we choose to travel in my family is we travel in an RV. It was very important to me that I have my family with me when I'm traveling. This is, you know, another option for folks. But I knew for me, I could not leave my family and go traveling. They had to come with me or we're not going. So the best way to be able to do that would be to number one, homeschool my children. And I've got plenty of uh, resources and information there for anybody who's interested. It is a wonderfully, it's a freeing thing to be able to disciple your own children and, and take responsibility for their education. But I say all that to say this, that the reason we chose an RV was for stability, because you have to reconcile that you will be packing your stuff every couple of months, um, unless you choose to extend or the facility asks you to extend and you have realized that that's mutually beneficial for you. And you're like, yeah, sure, I'll stay. But let's say you're like, mm -mm, nope, 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 you motherfuckers are crazy and I got to go. Well, that happens every couple of months. And so now you have to find housing again and, and you have to go, okay, it, the health insurance that I opt in for health insurance for this assignment. And what's going to happen if I lose insurance? Like, am I going to have some time where I won't be insured? Um, so there's so many different things to think about. For us, it was very important to have stability that my children slept in the same bed every night, that the smells were familiar to the dogs because, you know, as we we're moving around and everybody is acclimating and reacclimating to different places, there is a constant for us. And that constant was our bed and our kitchen and our living room and our family unit. So we were always able to adjust to whatever the unknown was that we were driving into because the familiarity of our family unit kept us grounded. But there's lots, you know, there's people who travel without their families. Maybe you're trying to get away from them. Well, traveling is a really great way to do that. 
<laughs> or maybe you don't have a family. Maybe you are your family. Maybe it's you, yourself, and I. And you're like, yo, I rock for myself. So, hey, freedom. You can do whatever you want. You can travel by plane. You can travel by car. You can travel by boat. You could travel by RV. You can do whatever you want because you have that freedom. Now, that freedom is a beautiful thing. It's exhilarating. It can be a little terrifying, but for most people, it's a wonderful breakaway from the monotony. And this year, and when I say this year, I mean it's inclusive to when the pandemic struck. It's been like Groundhog Day, yo. It's like again and again and again. You know, we're waking up and it's the same shit every day. The news is the same every day. And and we're all just exhausted every day. So choosing a different path in your career can also bring you so much life and give you a fresh opportunity for anybody who may be in a permanent position and they want to migrate over to a temporary job. It's doable. It's absolutely doable. And we're here to support you in any way that we can in that journey. And same way for for vice versa, for temporary. Maybe you are just tired of the unknown. Maybe this year just is like, you know what? I need to be in one spot and just kick it there until, you know, the earth starts spinning on 23 degrees again and things make sense. In whatever new normal is that we're all going to be navigating together as we move forward. So one of the things that you want to consider, whether you're going one way or the, or the other, is how is that going to be impactful not only for you, but for your career and those around you. Now, permanent staff had lots of advantages too, right? There's there's the stability of knowing you have, you know exactly what you're going to make every week. There's no muss or fuss. There's not a, well, they canceled my contract or we don't have guaranteed hours or I thought I was going to be able to work on the holiday and I planned for that. And now the facility says, no, your contract says that we don't have no guaranteed hours on the holiday. So sorry, you're not making no money this week. Like, or you're not making as much as you thought you were going to make. You know, permanent has that stability of being able to know where their dollars are coming from. Um, the pivots are usually not career changing, um, with the exception, of course, injuries. Those are always career changing. Um, permanence, they also have this a routine and they have the experience of really understanding their departments really well and, and the billing and JCO and certifications and, you know, iCable accredit accreditations. So we want to be able to weigh pros and cons when it comes to perm versus tech with what's important to you. What matters to you? If you were to look in the mirror and go, this is what would make me happy. This is what would make me feel alive again. Or this is what I need so that I don't feel like I'm spinning. This is what I need to be centered. This is what I need to feel heard and supported. This is what I need to be able to get to the next level in my career. Whatever your motivation is to go either one way or the other with how you perform ultrasound? Are you performing it in one place permanently? Are you performing it in multiple places over temporary spans of time? Or are you bouncing back and forth, which is 
a thing that we do as well in the field. Sonographers pivot in so many different ways to serve in sonography. There's a huge pivot to applications. Uh, I think this pivot happens mostly for sonographers who are injured and don't feel they have the capacity to be bedside anymore, that their bodies are just like, "Mm mm-mm. But intellectually, they're still in the game. They don't want to not be in sonography anymore. They just can't scan permanently or temporarily. So they pivot in a different direction. So what I'm going to do is give you some tips on which direction you can go in and some things to consider when making that decision. First and foremost, is this a decision that affects only you? Or is this a decision that affects a family unit? This is not a unilateral decision that anybody should make. And I highly advise you to speak to whoever is important to you when this decision is being made. And that really does include children as well. I think it's really important to get feedback of young people when it comes to their education and their surroundings and the way their family unit functions. Children are not competent to make grown-up decisions. So, of course, you only take so much of what they say to heart, right? You got to take it with a grain of salt. But at the end of the day, your experience will be so much better if you have the support of those who love you, who will also inevitably be impacted by your decision to either work permanently or work temporarily. The next thing that I would stress for you to consider is your access to health insurance. Do you need a private plan? Are you eligible under your spouse's plan if you're married for them to have you and your family covered with insurance while you have this instability of job after job after job? Or do you need to always know where that insurance is coming from? You don't always have to be a permanent employee to have permanent insurance. There's plenty of options out there. There's a whole marketplace to be able to link with folks to make sure that you have insurance year round, no matter when you are on assignment. Those options are available, but they're important to consider because even those considerations about your health insurance are going to affect how much money you take home whether you're a permanent placement or a contract placement, no matter what, your insurance is going to cost you. And it's either going to cost you straight out of your paycheck or it's going to cost you somewhere else. So I would absolutely advise to take that into consideration. How will you address your health insurance? The next thing I would have you address and consider are your sensitive documents, things that you know cannot be lost, but you cannot store everything digitally. Social security cards, sensitive documentations like that. I recommend that you have a fireproof, waterproof, superproof safe box to keep your documents in either whether they're with you or you drop it off at an unknown, undisclosed location at your mama's house in the back of the closet underneath all her old shoes, like wherever you want to keep your stuff, make sure that you have a plan to keep that stuff 
safe. Your mail, your mail's going to need to be forwarded if you are going to be nomadic. So the, another thing to consider, your bills. You know, there's lots of moving parts when it comes to am I going to be in one spot or am I going to be in multiple places? So absolutely consider your sensitive documentation and how you want to keep track both digitally and hard copies. You, obviously, we're not going to just upload our social security cards and, and throw the, the social away. So you have to consider both the physical contents of sensitive documentation and the digital documents as well. Another thing, we touched on this briefly with the family unit, but we'll just break it down a little bit more when it comes to kids and pets. Both of them need to be immunized, right? We There's, whether you're traveling, even in a campground, right? If it's not an apartment who makes you pay a pet fee, even in campgrounds, you have to account for your pet. Sometimes they don't want pets of a certain size or a certain breed or if they're not immunized. So it, it's same thing with kids. You know, we, we have to make sure that our human babies and our fur babies are tended to and have all the appropriate documentation and compliance materials that we as travelers need. So I'm going to touch on the next thing that I recommend, which is that onboarding and compliance material, because this is a huge thing in the travel industry. When you apply for a job and you're permanent, you submit everything that they need and you probably don't really have to think about it again. But when you are in a state of rinse and repeat with different ultrasound jobs, you are constantly applying for them. So you always want to have a streamlined platform or process to be able to get those documentations, those compliance materials to whoever you are submitting that job to as quickly as possible because the jobs, they come, they come, and then they go, they go. And in this recent time that we're all living in, sonographers were just, wow, being furloughed, being canceled, being terminated left and right, both permanently and temporarily. It was really, really sad to see. So I was like, oh my God. And obviously it was, it was sad globally. This is not just a sonography thing. Um, we were all impacted in such deep and meaningful ways that will have long-term consequences and results, undoubtedly. But we do the best we can to get out unscathed. The last thing I'm going to address with you guys when it comes to permanent versus temporary placement is to really think about your career and what would make you happy. What would set you free? I pose that question to you guys now as we wrap up. Is stability important to you? Do you feel like you are best able to be productive when you know exactly what's coming next week, you know exactly where you're going to be and what you're going to do and what your job expectations and responsibilities are. You have the familiarity of your coworkers and your family nearby. You just have this, this sense of stability and a permanent position. Does that come with its own cons? Yeah, we know it does. Um, but the same thing with temporary. If you're thinking that temporary 
jobs is something that you're interested in, then I, I want you to think is why? What is your why? Why are you motivated to travel? Are you doing it because you want to just grind and make money and you heard this was a great way to make money? Which again, you have to really break down where is that money coming from and where is it going? Okay, because it's not you collecting a whole bunch of money and that's just for you. You have to plan that money. You, you have to also understand when you take a job, you're not going to get paid that week. You can start February 1st. Your first paycheck isn't going to be till February 12th. So you really have to prepare for times where you will not have that stability. Are you traveling because you just want freedom? You just have that sense of adventure in you and you're just like, I am gone. Like, I got to get the hell out of here. Who wants to pay me to go work at your facility? That's also great motivation. But be mindful about what it means to uproot yourself, whether you're by yourself, with a friend, attached to family members, whatever the case may be. You want to be mindful of what that looks like all the way around and really give it meaningful thought so that you can be the most comfortable in your decision to go forward in ultrasound and do the very best that you can to serve. We are so happy that we got to have this time for you. If you have more questions, more specific questions about permanent versus temporary jobs and ultrasound, we are happy to address those with you. There's only so much we can do in a 20-minute podcast without you guys going, okay, this is taking a really, really long time. So if you have questions, head on over to Sonographers Spill the Tea, our Facebook group. We will be having live Q&As each Tuesday to spill the tea and discuss the podcast, all of its contents and answer and address any questions that you have. Thanks so much for tuning in and tune in next week where we will be discussing the biomechanics of the sonographer's shoulder and how to think about offensive soft tissue recovery time versus defensive scar tissue rehabilitation. We can't wait to dive into that with you. And in the meantime, I'm going to have you guys go over to the CAP, the Caseload campaign, sign and share to support safety in sonography. We'll see you next week. I'd like to thank you all for joining us for Sonographers Spill the Tea. If you enjoyed today's tea, go ahead and subscribe to Safety. And if you have any questions, go ahead and email us at info at ultrasafeultrasounds.com. And we will catch you next Tuesday for some freshly spilt tea in sonography. <laughs>